Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 277 that's magical. Oh. There's two sevens <laughs> of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And this episode is sponsored by the lovely, the fabulous, Bree Johnson. Woo, 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 Yay, Bree. Oh, you get such a happy chapter. <laughs> <laughs> Bree we love you. We do love you. Yes. Uh, we will be discussing part two of chapter 26 of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, The Cave. So make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to cruise your way through the details. It's a vacation mm-hmm. to the lake. It's a vacation to the lake. All right. Woo-hoo. So before we begin, we have some weekly profit news from the one, the only. Make me news. <laughs> Why uh, okay, do people so, listen to this podcast? I just want to know. I I'm not know. sure sometimes, but I love you all so much. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Um, so Tiffany actually shared this with me today, and I was like, "Oh, perfect weekly profit." Bloomsbury announced their um, Harry Potter Book Day, and it actually mm-hmm. used to be called Harry Potter Book Night, but they've now changed it to Harry Potter Book Day, as they explain. So mm. that it can be celebrated during the day and the night. I was like, oh, wow. Okay, thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes. It should be called Harry Potter 24-7. 24 hours. <laughs> um, so it's going to be held on October 12th of 2023. And it's a global event that invites all Potter fans to share their love for the series with a free Harry Potter Book Day online kit that includes activities and ideas inspired by the books. Readers can also register on Bloomsbury's website to receive it, and individual events are held in honor of Bloomsbury's celebration all over the world at libraries, schools, bookshops, and more. Um, it also features a new illustration of, like, the date that they get on the Hogwarts Express, and, like, the trio looks soups cute. Um, soups <laughs> cute. Soups is that, cute. Is that new lingo? I'm not... Sure. It's a new thing. Uh, is it? Or um, is it a Megan thing? It's a Megan thing. No cap? Okay. All right. Uh, shut up. <laughs> uh, so I guess that each year's celebration also has a theme, and this year's theme is going to be magical places. So uh, expect to have some activities related to different iconic locations, such as the Burrow, Hogsmeade, the Ministry of Magic, and much more. And the publisher a.k.a. Bloomsbury, also teased further announcements on its website, including partnerships, mm. uh, such as a partnership with the Warner Brothers Studio Tour London. Interesting. 
People also speculated that um, I don't remember when they announced all of these like events, but it was back when they announced that like the Yule Ball events were going to mm. be happening this winter. They also announced like a like a convention type thing that was going to be coming, but they haven't announced where or when. And people are speculating that it could coincide with this. Mm, so it maybe. could also be taking place in October. Um, it's the day after my birthday. It is. Yes, it is. So, yeah. That's exciting. That's my weekly profit. Make sure to follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends, because if you like us, then they may too. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Swish Flickcast. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Swish Flickcast. Supporting our podcast keeps us going, and it gives you access to our exclusive Felix Files episodes, our Discord channel, live recordings, trivia games, Swish Swag Boxes, and more. Speaking of Swish Swag Boxes, we did not forget about them. Megan and Katie just had a very busy January, as per usual, and also a very busy December. So they are totally coming. We appreciate your patience. They're going to be mailed out before we leave Florida. That is a promise. So. Mm -hmm. Um, anyway, thank you all so much for your support. We love you guys so much. And I just, I seriously love our discord. Like I love our discord. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. As always, we are accepting Potter stories, or if you just want to share any fun things, questions or concerns with us, you can, uh, along to our email, which is swishflickcast at gmail.com. You're wonderful. That was good. Katie, it's been a while since we've done this together. I know. I feel like it's been a millennia. You know, you were on vacation. The lake is a vacation. I would just like to sing you a song. Okay. Bermuda, Bahama, come on, pretty mama. Key Largo, Montego, baby, why don't we go? Oh, I want to take you down to the lake. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering when the lake was going to make an appearance. We'll fall in and die. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. I like how your voice turned sinister. That was um, the lake. The lake. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) All right, recap today is short and sweet. We have arrived at the lake. TM. Dumbledore's got a sick swim stroke. Look (laughs) out. Swim way better than I can. Um, And this place (laughs) has known magic. Don't go in the water. Could the Horcrux possibly be here? Dumbledore thinks so. so. I know after all that, can you imagine? Well, I mean... (laughs) It kind of doesn't well. happen that way, but. Spoiler <laughs> <Well>, alert. <laughs> Never mind. Could you imagine after it's all of that if there was a fake horse? Oh hilarious. my gosh. Oh my gosh. What's Harry Potter? Who? Uh, <laughs> all right. You've been Summary. where? With who? <laughs> Best TikTok. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, summary. Dumble and Harry take a little canoe ride across the lake. <laughs> Harry sees a hand and then a body, and Dumbledore does confirm that there are, in fact, bodies in the lake. He also tells us that there are more worrisome things than said bodies, which 
is super, uh, I guess, worrisome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> such as potions that he must drink, which Harry doesn't want him to. Mm. Always uh, the hero. I just can't get. Let the bodies hit the lake. I light. know. Let the bodies hit the lake. <laughs> Me too. Let the bodies hit the. <sighs> We're very musical today. We're like super dating ourselves as well. Like starting out with Beach Boys. People are like, who are the Beach Boys? I can't with this. If you don't know the Beach Boys, go ask your parents or grandparents. Thank you. Just go type in your Spotify and have a really good evening. Yeah. Just go do it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Kokomo. Kokomo. Take it fast, then slow. Do you remember Take when we slow. were driving through the Keys to get to Key West, and we were literally going through like Key Largo, mm-hmm. and I literally like I was like, we have we have to play this song. We yeah. have to. <laughs> Just like when we got to New York for the first time, we and played, I played Welcome, Welcome to, New, to York. New York. Yeah, in the airport, I'm sure people loved me really loud. It was hilarious. Oh my god! Welcome to New York. <laughs> I mean, it was waiting for me, so, you know. <laughs> it was. It was waiting just for you. <laughs> it's the greatest city in the world. That was... <laughs> nice crossover. Thank you. That was <laughs> when Taylor had, like, a partnership with the state of New York and had, like, mm-hmm. signage all over that was, like, come visit New York, and it was, like, the welcome <laughs> to New York, and it was... Can you imagine like... having a partnership with a city? Um, No. No, I, can't, I can't actually. <laughs> Cleveland. Cleveland. Would you like to sponsor <laughs> something? Sponsoring Switch. Yes. It can say, Welcome to Cleveland. Swish and Flick's been waiting for you. <laughs> Truly. We could do that to all the little like white Cleveland signs. We could just add the logo and then like yeah. put the, right at the bottom. Cast there. a spell in yeah. Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. Magic should come to Cleveland. What is they have an awesome convention center, LeakyCon. Mm. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Okay, let's start. So, are you ready for a magic trick? A mm-hmm. wizard pulls a chain out of a lake. Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So, just out of thin air. Out of thin air. The chain is a coppery green. It's so clearly it... an evil chain. <laughs> Are you calling the Statue of Liberty evil? Yeah. Mm. She's clearly sinister. She's more like a bluey green. She's beauty and she's grace. She will punch you in the face. Straight With up. With her fire stick. Yep. Done. Fire stick. <laughs> well... Torch, torch, <laughs> fire stick. Yeah, it's neither that. here nor there, Catherine. Uh, <laughs> so the thick chain appears out of thin air. And Dumbledore taps the chain and it begins moving and it's like coiling itself up on the ground and it's pulling something up from the depths of the waters. And finally, there is a teeny tiny boat. Um, and Harry is so surprised by this, he actually gasps. <gasps> A boat. A boat. I've seen a boat. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. It passed by here just Just not too too long ago. ago. It went this way. Follow me. (laughs) (laughs) You got a problem, buddy? Ocean not big enough for you? Do you, do you, do you? (laughs) 
we could keep going, but <laughs> do you want to hear the whole movie? Do you want us to tell you the story of Key Sherman boarding to Wild Way, Sydney? <laughs> we are seriously like squirrel tonight. Um, mm-hmm. So the creepy thing is, though, like this boat barely makes a ripple on the water. And every time it's mentioned, it like freaks me out because like I know that it's water. Mm-hmm. And I know that it's water because of the spell that's on with the potion because it makes you it makes you really thirsty. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Um, and but it also makes me think, like, what else is there like an enchantment on it to keep the Infury in? Yeah, <laughs> there's like, got to like, be a barrier unless yes. like, it's broken from the surface. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it here. I don't know if we talked about that last time because it's literally been forever since we recorded. But. Let's go with a quote. How did you know that was there? Harry asked in astonishment. I mean, fair question. Valid. Here's the answer. Magic always leaves traces. Thank you (laughs) for that information. (laughs) (laughs) Said Dumbledore as the boat hit the bank with a gentle bump. Sometimes very distinctive traces. I taught Tom Riddle. I know his style. Okay. I see both sides of the coin here. So, but can, can you elaborate on this, please? Like, what? This is a teachable moment. It's missed. But then I also think there's not enough time for this. Do you think you'll have time when you get back? Um, and then I think that it's probably a mixture of, like, all of those things. Like, I feel... <laughs> feel as if maybe Dumbledore thought that he had more time to maybe explain these things and go a little bit deeper into Tom Riddle's quote unquote style Mm -hmm. um, that lets Dumbledore like know these things and pick up on these tips and these clues. But like, oh, my gosh, you're like actively, actively dying more than just like the everyday human that has a ticking clock on them. Like, you know, the time is so, so close. Uh, Anyways, I hit my mic. Sorry. So Harry asks if the boat is safe and Dumbledore is like totes. It's totally safe because Voldemort himself needed a safe way to cross in case he needed to remove the Horcrux, do anything, blah, blah, blah. And Harry then goes further and inquires about the things that are in the water. Are we safe to cross in this boat then? Because those whatevers are in there. And Dumbledore's like, yeah, so, like, probably at some point they're going to realize that, like, we're not Voldemort. (laughs) And uh, they're going to try and maybe do something about that. Um, But, like, let's cross that bridge when we get to it. (laughs) All of this is horrifying. Literally instant panic. (sighs) Horrifying. Like, oh, what? He's like, chill so chill about this and then harry's like having these visions about like tentacles coming from the water and little do you know it's much worse than something that resembles the giant squid you wish it was tentacles oh yeah right (laughs) um quote voldemort would have been reasonably confident that no one but a very great wizard would have been able to find the boat said dumbledore well i mean he's right dumbledore is a great wizard Dumbledore's like and he found brushing it. off his shoulders. <laughs> I'm amazing, and I totally <laughs> found this boat. <laughs> I think he would have been pre- prepared to risk what to risk what was to his mind the most unlikely possibility that somebody else would find it, knowing that he had set other obstacles ahead that only he would be able to penetrate. 
We shall see whether he is right. So all the while this conversation is going on, Harry's thinking that this boat's pretty tiny. <laughs> and he asks, are we going to fit in this thing? Like what's going on? And Dumbledore laughs at this and it's almost like he's at, um, and I think he is, this is my head canon, that he's laughing at the arrogance of Voldemort because he goes on to say, like, why it will, of course, carry the both of them. Um, he's, like, just thinking, Voldemort, that is, thinking that he's above everything. He has no flaws to be found. No one is as powerful as he is. No one knows the things that he does. Um, so, of course, there's no way that, like, two people would be able to fit in this boat lest a child with, you know, magical ability that he doesn't understand. And that is exceptionally powerful. Quote, Voldemort will not have cared about the weight, but about the amount of magical power that crossed his lake, his lake, his lake. Oh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you like that man made. No. I think put the fish in himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Are see. you? No. <laughs> I, I have to zoom in because I can't see. I have tears in my eyes. <laughs> Anyways. <sighs> I rather think an enchantment will have been placed upon this boat so that only one wizard at a time will be able to sail in it. Harry cuts in, but then... And then Dumbledore goes, I do not think you will count, Harry. <laughs> I don't think. So I think it's still step in this boat and be consumed right. by let's these dead bodies. Let's just see. Uh, you are underage and unqualified. Voldemort would never have expected a 16-year-old to reach this place. I think it unlikely that your powers will register compared to mine. Well, let's just boost him up. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Harry. I think he goes on to say that, like, that's Voldemort's mistake or something he like does. that. Like, he, does. He, he tells him, you know, uh, he's wrong, but, like, not before just pummeling him verbally. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a really good moment to, like, reflect on the fact that a lot of people underestimate younger people. Absolutely. Um, and think that just because they are young mm -hmm. and not quote adult mm -hmm. means that they don't have good ideas or mm -hmm. don't understand and it's mm. like sure like i guess some of that stuff is possible in some instances but like in a lot it's not at all i think and, like, it's... we need to listen to people no matter what their age yeah it's foolish not to it's yes. absolutely foolish not to yes. and when you think about it like what is your future without the younger generation right not anything I'm just saying, I'm reading Percy Jackson, and this kid is 12, and he's doing stuff that even Harry didn't do at 12. <laughs> Tiffany just, <laughs> she took a sip at the wrong time. I thought you were going to name a real person. Let me tell you about this fictional character. He's doing stuff that Harry Potter <laughs> <laughs> oh my god literally thought you were gonna name a person like a real life being <laughs> let me tell you about percy jackson <laughs> <laughs> oh my god 
gosh, that's amazing. Thank you. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, but yeah, go Percy Jackson. Woo, Percy Jackson. Not to be confer- confused with Weasley. Uh, okay. So they get in the boat and they're like crammed together in this teeny tiny boat. And Harry's knees were like jutting out over the edge. And I got immediate book seven vibes when Harry is smashed in the sidecar of Sirius's bike with Hedwig's cage. Mm. All right. R.I.P. Hedwig. Oh, that's going to be a beast to read. Um, and it's eerily quiet as they're like moving to the middle of the lake. And very soon after this, this gives you the scope and the feel for this. They could no longer see the walls of the cavern. Oh, you guys, this place is massive. I like that. Yeah, it's very, very gross. Uh, quote, Harry looked down and saw the reflected gold. Hey, double bales <laughs> of his one light sparkling and glittering on the black water as they passed. The boat was carving deep ripples upon the glassy surface, grooves in the dark mirror. And then Harry saw it. Marble white floating inches below the surface. Marble white, you say? Dumbledore's tomb. Mm, why do you say things like that? I'm sorry. I just made like that connection this morning and I'm like doing my notes and I'm like mm, with my coffee. And then I was like, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> I've had some bad thoughts today. <laughs> Megan, what a spot for yes. you to just take over. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome for that piece. <laughs> so Harry goes, Professor. Oh, and he oh my thinks, God, my <laughs> uh, He says that he thinks that he saw a hand in the water. And now we get a little bit of an explanation. A little bit. A little one. So this is a quote from the book. It says, so that thing that jumped out of the water. But Harry had his answer before Dumbledore, before Dumbledore could reply. Sorry, my mouth got all weird. The wand light had slid over a fresh patch of water and showed him, this time, a dead man lying face up inches beneath the surface. His open eyes misted as though with cobwebs. His hair and his robes swirling around him like Mm. smoke. Not nude. Not nude. Oh, not nude. Yeah. There are bodies in here. Yeah. Yeah, Harry. There are. Yes, Harry. Yes. Dumbledore said placidly. What does that word mean? I need to look that up. Probably like nonchalant. Yeah. Define probably Because he's been calm and like sunshine. Yeah, there's bodies in here, but like it's fine. You don't register in this boat. You're fine. It's (laughs) it's calm, peaceful, or quiet. Yes. There are bodies in here. Yeah. But we do not need to worry about them at the moment. And, and then Harry he repeats. takes out a boombox, holds it over his head, and plays <laughs> like the body <laughs> as they cross. <laughs> at the moment, Harry repeated, tearing his gaze from the water to look at Dumbledore. Not while they are merely drifting peacefully below us, said Dumbledore. There's nothing to be feared from a body, Harry, any more than there is anything to be feared from the darkness. Lord Voldemort, who of course secretly fears both, disagrees. But once again, he reveals his own lack of wisdom. It is the unknown we fear when we look upon death and darkness. Nothing more. So, good little tidbit of, uh, you know, 
advice from Dumble. <laughs> Harry, though, like truly just can't understand and he can't stop thinking about how like they have to be dangerous and like how are they dangerous why are we not worrying about this what are we gonna have to fight <laughs> why are there dead people in here i would be the same way harry it's okay yeah so again harry questions and dumbledore just says yes i'm sure that once we take the horcrux we shall find them less peaceable huh. however like many creatures that dwell in cold and darkness they fear light and warmth which we shall therefore call to our aid should the need arise fire harry Dumbledore added with a smile in response to Harry's bewildered expression. How the mm, is Harry supposed to know that? Okay, you should have just calmed his mind 20 minutes ago before you jumped in the freaking lake to do your backstrokes, Dumbledore, and told him, hey, you're going to see these creepy bodies in there. Don't worry. I know that you just need to use fire and they'll go away. Yes, Katie. Do you think it's like Dumbledore has to be like, I mean, fire. But first he's talking about like light and warmth and Dumbledore's always like expressing love so is Harry like do I have to hug one of these things <laughs> I ain't doing that light and warmth just give him a little <laughs> hug mm -hmm. little tap 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 <sighs> um, so rightfully so this scares him like a lot and he can't mm -hmm. pretend anymore that he's not scared and this part tore at my heart a little bit he said in his head, he did not say this out loud. He's thinking, he says to himself, he wishes he had said a better goodbye to Ron and Hermione and that he didn't even get to see Ginny. Um, but Dumbledore, like in this whole conversation, sounds cheerful. And I think that that is indication that this is fun for him. This whole chasing the Horcrux, he's on the hunt. This is fun to him i think any moment that he can just like prove to himself that he is so right about voldemort and has his <laughs> personality and everything about him nailed down and that he is arrogant and thinks about these things that you know to dumbledore aren't very creative like oh of course you would ask for blood for passage like come on tom mm -hmm. i think you're right i think he does find it fun and, yeah i mean it's an adventure yeah yeah I get to crush this what guy who is so right. snotty and full of himself. Like, he's right. ready to do it. When does he say that? Line? What, I'm going to crush this snotty guy? Yeah. <laughs> Direct Dumbledore quote. I believe that's uh, in seven after they go to the King's Crossplace. <laughs> Harry, King's you crush Cross a snotty place. guy. <laughs> snotty guy. No, the no, it's just quote. When does he say that? Oh, it's, uh, it's the very beginning of uh, six. We must step into the, oh, the yeah. night or something about the night this flighty, flighty temptress. Film, sure. Yeah. Right. Like to me, that is like he's he's having fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's literally this hunt resembles, dare I say, the Hallows hunt. And that's something yeah. that he was very much involved in and enjoyed for a time yeah. of his life. Um, he'll why not? I mean, and he had already discovered the Hallows. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? He's already, he accomplished that. Like he, he did it. At, yeah. at one point had all of them. Not at one time, but you know what I mean? Um, so totally. this is like the next best adventure. And what, what, what better way to go out than to absolutely obliterate Voldemort? Right. 
Yeah, totally. With with the help of a kid. It's like the butter on the toast, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's also kind of like, uh, I don't know. It's like it also kind of gives me this icky feeling at the same time, though, too, because. I mean, obviously, I understand and know that he should have been taking Harry on these types of things even earlier than this. But the fact that like a kid has to be included in something like this, just like, uh, yeah, that's uh, what happens when you're marked as the chosen one. Right. It's always the the kid underdog. So Dumbledore reminds Harry again to not touch the water as they climb out of the boat. Um, And the island was no larger than Dumbledore's office, an expanse of flat, dark stone on which stood nothing but the source of that greenish light, which looked much brighter when viewed close to. Harry squinted at it at first. He thought it was a lamp of some kind, but then he saw that the light was coming from a stone basin, rather like the pensieve, which was set on top of a pedestal. So they both approach it and they look down into it and quote, the basin was full of an emerald liquid emitting that phosphorescent glow. Fancy word. Which, um, it was kind of like, so I, I, there wasn't actually a definition specifically for phosphorescent, but for like some form of that, it was like phosphorously. Mm-hmm. It means luminescence that is caused by the absorption of radiations such as light or electrons and continues for a noticeable time after these radiations have stopped. So it's basically like it's absorbed all of the light in the cave is kind of what I took it as, especially because the more he's talking about the cave and how like you can't see the walls it's just so still it's so dark Mm -hmm. it's almost like all the light from the cave has absorbed into this pedestal this pensive like pedestal and that is like the only source of light yeah yes Um, phosphorescent phosphorescent i'm gonna use that word Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it? How would it come in handy? Maybe you have an upcoming international trip. Maybe you want to connect with family and friends. Learn about a new culture. Want to understand certain pop culture things. Well, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. And guess what? It's available on desktop or as an app. And it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. These are just some of the examples of languages that you can learn. Fast language acquisition. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in so many ways. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's designed for long-term retention, and it's got built-in true accent features to give you feedback on your pronunciation. It's kind of like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's also really convenient, and I'm really excited that there's an app. There's an app option. 
And you could also use it on your desktop. It's got an audio companion and it's the ability to download lessons so you can do this offline. And it's at an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and languages needed in life. That's a lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone has to offer for 50% off. It's a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Swish and Flick listeners will get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off for unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Harry asks Dumbledore what it is, and he replies that he isn't sure, but that it is more worrisome than blood and bodies. Mm, and he mm-hmm. then pushes the sleeve of his robe up over his blackened hand, stretches out the tips of his burned fingers. I like that he's using his bad hand for this, right? Just in case. Just yeah. in case. You know, Why not? It's this one's already on its way out. Last strong. Um, <laughs> point. Stretches out the tips of his burned fingers towards the surface of the potion. Sir, no, don't touch. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh i love that <laughs> well, well, you well you ain't getting any better back to work <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile harry's over there um i've been turned into a cow can i go home yes you're excused <laughs> anyone else no we're good <laughs> best movie ever it's so good it's so underrated i know i know it makes me laugh every time i watch it (laughs) um so i really enjoy that harry is like i mean he's always the hero right even with dumbledore who is a widely renowned most powerful wizard of the age Mm. he still wants to step in and be like let me do it or please don't do this or don't touch that or you know like trying to warn him when like Dumbledore already has a pretty good idea of what they've walked into even though Mm -hmm. he hasn't been here before so Harry's like don't don't touch Um, but Dumbledore just smiles a little again like this is still just a game for him and tells tells him having so much fun oh he's having a blast he's like no it's a good way to go in a glass blast in a glass Cause he's gonna, cause he's gonna drink a potion from a glass, a goblet. It's a goblet, crystal goblet. <laughs> Get it together. Sorry. <laughs> um, but he's like, yeah, he's like kind of jolly about it. He's like, no, I, I can't touch it. See, go ahead and try. So Harry's like, okay, and like goes to touch it, but it's like there's this invisible, air, invisible barrier that stops him like from an inch from it. It didn't matter how hard he pushed, he couldn't get past it. 
So Dumbledore is basically like GTFO for a second. Mm. I gotta do some stuff with my wand. Starts doing all these complicated movements over the potion. And Harry just stays quiet, like feeling like boo. Right? That's what he should have done. And then it would have been like, wah, you can have the fake horcrux. Um, so Harry stays quiet, and it's not until Dumbledore's done that he like feels it's safe to talk again. So he says, You think oh the horcrux is in there, sir? Oh, yes, but how to reach it? This potion cannot be penetrated by hand, vanished, parted, scooped up, or siphoned away, nor can it be transfigured, charmed, or otherwise made to change its nature. So he's been doing all these things so fast. Like, I wish I could think that fast. a great time to explain what you're doing. Maybe. Yeah, Yeah. there's no time. Coulda, woulda, (laughs) shoulda. But, like... Is there really a hurry right now? Like, he's not coming. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. I wonder if he knew that this was really the night that uh, Malfoy was going to, like... Not not what he did, because I don't think he understood that... He didn't know what Malfoy was doing exactly. Because they have that conversation on the tower, and he's, like, ingenious. Pretty much. But right. he knows from what Harry has said that there's whooping excitement. Okay, Malfoy's been successful in something. And I need to make this as quick as possible. Yeah. yeah. And we know now that Dumbledore knows that Malfoy's up to something. He's keeping an eye on him. Um, so, like, if he's happy, that's probably not great. Let's do this quickly and let's bounce. You know? He doesn't know that like a whole trope of Death Eaters are going to be let into the castle, but he knows right. that it's not good if he's celebrating. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, he did yeah. make sure that people from the Order were in right. the school. Right. Fair. Um, so Dumbledore almost absentmindedly just like decides this is the last thing he could come up with and conjures up a crystal goblet, very fancy. It could have just been like a camp mug, you know, like a little tin thing, but no, it's got to be fancy. I kind of really like the shell that Me they too. made in the movie. Yeah, it same. It just looks so cool. Although I will say that like when you think too in depth about it, that makes it like obvious that it has to be drunk because there's a little receptacle for you. But sure. I do really like it. And you can buy a replica of it. Did you know that? Yes, I want it. Let's do it. I and we can it. just Wait, what potion. replica? I'm sorry. Of the, the shell. shell cup. Who sells that? Noble? Yeah. yeah. Figures. Of course. You could just go get an oyster. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like a giant oyster. Like the ones Phil Rosenthal had. Do you remember that? Oh, Phil Rosenthal. <laughs> um, so Dumbledore's like, yeah, the only thing I can come up with now is that this has to be drunk. And Harry's immediately like, no, you, no way. You got to be kidding me. Um, So from the book, Dumbledore says, yes, I think so. Only by drinking it can I empty the basin and see what lies in its depths. Again, like calm. But what if what if it kills you? Oh, I doubt that it would work like that, said Dumbledore easily. Lord Voldemort would not want to kill the person who reached this island. Harry couldn't believe it. Was this more of Dumbledore's insane determination to see good in everyone? Sir, said Harry, trying to keep his voice reasonable. Sir, this is Voldemort we're talking about. I'm sorry, Harry. I should have said he would not want to immediately kill the person who reached this island. 
He would want hmm. to keep them alive long enough to find out how they managed to penetrate so far through his defenses. And most importantly of all, why they were so intent upon emptying the basin. Do not forget that Lord Voldemort believes that he alone knows about his horcruxes. Again, I think Dumbledore is just reveling in the fact that he has cracked this. I, I, yeah, I do. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, good. Yeah. No kidding. You're super smart and you figured it out. No one else has. That's amazing. Like This is the key. Dumbledore, let us all applaud you. Wait, you got to do it like him. Snaps for my man. Well, hand over hand. And also, um, so he, he probably more. feels really good about this um, and probably not going to like put the locket on himself. You know, like the ring. Yeah. Cuz mm-hmm. he he got he got got with that ring. <laughs> yeah. He got burned like big time. Mhm. <laughs> um, so Harry has more to say, but Dumbledore puts up his hand for silence. He's thinking really hard. So he tells Harry like this potion is undoubtedly going to do something to try and stop me from getting to this Horcrux. It could paralyze me, can make me forget why I'm here, it could make me feel pain. Who knows what it could do? And he tells him that whatever it is, it's your job to make sure that I keep drinking it. Even if you have to put it down my throat and I like I'm absolutely refusing that you do so. Like, do you understand? Okay. I understand that he needs somebody to do this for him, but let's realistically take a step back and think. If this potion were to make him forget why he was there, you really think that Harry could overpower Dumbledore to force him to drink a potion? Like, what if Dumbledore actually, like, reacted, like, in battle mode? Like, no, I am not drinking this. Like, that could have been seriously dangerous for Harry. Can I play devil's advocate to that? So I feel like I go into this... I think it's the next episode where I talk about like him drinking it and the effects. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to like dive deep too into like my theories about it, but I didn't touch on this. So the, what the potion like is doing, we can only like really guess and see from what is happening. But to what you were saying, who does Voldemort test this out on a house elf? So he, um obviously thinks that they're like lesser and and whatnot but he also knows that he doesn't want to be bothered with the house elf in general like when he's taking this so i feel like one of the effects of the potion kind of um inhibits you in a way like it gets in your head And I guess I'm going to have to just say it. So you're in like this almost like a dreamlike state where you're reliving your worst experiences and your worst nightmares. And I wonder if that that in itself like prevents you from doing things. But then we see him later with taking down the Inferi when Harry completely forgets what he's supposed to do for that, like to get rid of them. So it just makes me think, but like, that is kind of crazy. Like what if he went like, obviously he's not like, in his right state of mind. Yeah. You know? And like hurt him and like, like how would he <laughs> him in the lake? 
<laughs> like honestly, it's kind of scary. And I mean, I guess maybe we don't know what Dumbledore knew from creature. So like maybe he had an idea of what it was going to do. And mm-hmm. he I don't know. I don't know. I kind of like these two thoughts from the chat that I'm going to put together. Um, Blake Gray says Dumbledore is so strong willed that even if he did service level forget where he was or what he was doing or went violent deep down, he would have held on to how important this was and willed himself to continue. Mm. And um, Kali Ali says Voldemort wouldn't have imagined the stronger of the two to be the potion drinker. That I like I that. Percent agree with. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. He would have assumed that whoever was weaker would be the one drinking the potion. Well, because yes. that's what he would do. Because yeah. he would yeah. have someone else I mean, weaker do it. House elf, not thinking mm-hmm. about the magic that they have that he doesn't. Right. Yep. Yeah. Definitely that. Yeah, I think I don't know. Does Dumbledore know that creature was involved? I don't remember. Um, I don't think he does. That's something Harry finds out, isn't it? Yeah, Harry finds that out later on. So um, yeah, from he, Creature he has... in Seven when they go to Grimald Place to hide. That's mm-hmm. right. So he doesn't even. So he really has no idea what this potion's gonna do. I mean, I guess he can make educated guesses based on knowing Voldemort, like what he thinks it might do. It just it, it's just like kind of scary to me to like go into this and be like, I don't know what this is gonna do, but I'm gonna bring you along and you have to make me drink this. I understand that's gonna be hard for you. But he also doesn't know how he's going to react to this potion. But he doesn't, and that he, is the scary part. Well, he me. doesn't know that, that it is a potion. You know, he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't know it's there. Yeah, right. he, he doesn't know. So he's just like, hey, we're doing this. And if we die, we're dying. <laughs> Which yeah. Harry can't die. Well, ah. Uh, because it, so let's say, hmm. But what if things go horribly wrong because they are controlled by Voldemort that would be technically at the hand of Voldemort (laughs) you know what I mean yeah or does it have to be like physically my hand casting a spell at you right now go ahead do it do it do it another devil's advocate is that it's kind of sweet that Dumbledore really does have full trust in Harry that like mm. this is going to be super dangerous oh, sweet, but is it <laughs> but you're the one I want to be here with me doing this thing that I only know so much about so he trusts him you're he the trusts one him I that want. everything's going to work out okay <laughs> it's sweet it's but honestly like I mean at this point but but realistically you have to do this if you're going to take him down. And that's the hard choices that like you have to make. Like, oh, I could like leave and come back for this. Will I have this opportunity again? Will he take it and move the Horcrux? They don't know it as a fake. X, Y, Z. You know, it's literally war and you. I guess have to do what you have to do. Poor and Harry. <laughs> it's not Go great. Ahead, it's not great. No, that, that's it. It's terrible. Poor Harry going from like, so like for a long time, Dumbledore was like, he, we see him like lament over this. Like he, you're too young at 12. You're too young at 13. You're too young at 14. And like even 16 is too young. And I think Dumbledore agrees with that. But Harry goes from like all these years not knowing anything to like Dumbledore being like, all right, let's go to this really scary cave where there's things in the water that could totally harm you. But it's OK. It's fine. This is fun. And then we're going to go drink this potion. You're going to have to force it down my throat. It's great. 
poor Harry has to like go from zero to a hundred. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he does it. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, this moment from the book, um, it's kind of gives me chills because it's like Harry and Dumbledore like have this understanding here. It says their eyes met over the basin, each pale face lit with that strange green light. Harry did not fluorescent light. Right. Green. Green. Mm. Was this why he had been invited along so that he could force feed Dumbledore a potion that might cause him unendurable pain? No. He didn't know. (laughs) Right. They have like this, I don't know. It's just like this pause where it like makes you stop. I don't know. Um, It's it's almost like but it's it's another one of those meaningful things that you look over each time. This is where the switch happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is where this is where Harry begins to take over in this in this journey and in this quest. And he's the one that's force feeding him the potion. He's the one that calls um, for brooms when they get back. You know, uh, yeah. He's the one that carries him out of there. Like little by little, the 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 lead is being handed over. Because it has to be. Um, And (laughs) Harry's the one that's going to be having to make all of these difficult decisions in seven. Uh, He, he all, of course he does that with, with Ron and Hermione, but, but he is the one. And it's like an understanding moment that I'm going to have to be the strong one in this. And now it's my turn. Yeah, it's a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. It is a lot of weight, but the entire rest of the series is a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On him, yeah. Ron, and Hermione. Mm-hmm. It's literally the fate of their world and their people. It rests on these three teenagers. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. They're really lucky and it worked thank out. Thank God the way they it care. Right. <laughs> like. <laughs> I wouldn't. High school <laughs> Megan. Uh I'm sorry, you want me to go camping? <laughs> More so like months. I'm sorry, you want me to put my life in danger for people I don't know? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. But truly that's like series. I still question that. It's, I don't mm. It's major self-sacrifice. Yeah, I'm not there. It's <laughs> It's a special I'd person. I'd be like, can man. I go and hide somewhere and survive? This without doing anything. Well, there's nothing wrong with self preservation. Well, Everyone's different. I'm just saying, Karkaroff didn't make it. So I know truth. Mm. Yeah, he was also a dirtbag. So yeah, well, no lies told there. He was a adult dirtbag baby. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So Dumbledore reminds him of that agreement they made. <laughs> before they left the one condition that he gave Harry in order for Harry to come with him. Harry, of course, hesitates. But what if and Dumbledore's like, no, you swore to follow any command that I gave you. And I warned you that there would be danger. And Harry's like, yeah, but. <laughs> and yeah, Dumb- but. <laughs> right. And Dumbledore's <laughs> like, well, then you have my orders. And Harry says, why can't I drink the potion instead? 
because I am much older, much cleverer, and much less valuable, said Dumbledore. Once and for all, Harry, do I have your word that you will do all in your power to make me keep drinking? I think that that was deep down quite a bit of a clue to him. Like, you truly don't understand how valuable you are to this cause. Right, that Dumbledore... <laughs> Like, yeah, to put it into perspective, I am less valuable than you, Harry. Like, you really need to comprehend and understand that. Right. He, Because he could have said, Harry, he could have said, Harry, drink this and Harry would have done it. Yeah, for sure. Thousand percent. You know? For sure. Just saying. For sure. So all you want to hate on Dumbledore can kiss my grits. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so they go back and forth, you know, like Harry's like, couldn't I just, he's like, do I have your word? But your word, Harry. And Harry's like, I, all right, but nope, that's enough. You said yes. We're in down to clown, man. What? (laughs) (laughs) Switch and flick where we make light of terrible situations. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we put the Lumos in the dark times. Yep. Uh-huh. Did the lightning bolt work? Oh <gasps> no. Okay, well we'll we'll scroll back. No, so bit. I can scroll and try and find some. Okay. Um Man, it's getting dark. Stinking lightning dark. bolt. Mm-hmm. Marguerite asks, so we know Lord Voldemort has his share of weaknesses that ultimately Oh, I forgot I was going to start the lightning bolt singing this one. Oh. It's Grease Lightning! Okay. <laughs> Whoa. So Marguerite asks... <laughs> so we know Lord Voldemort has his share of weaknesses that ultimately led to his downfall. What would you say his number one flaw or weakness is? No, no. taking a bath. <laughs> Why are we this way? <laughs> um, uh, underestimating. His arrogance. Okay. okay. Yeah, right. Kind of the same All right. thing. Mm-hmm. His, arrogance, yeah, arrogance. Underestimation. I'm trying to think of another word because there's so many flaws. Um, <laughs> there's so many flaws. Not understanding love. The flaw in the plan. Yeah, for real. What's another word to describe him? Mm. You guys, those are like the big two. Pompous. Pompous. Is that the same as arrogant? Yeah. Yeah. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. (laughs) 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 Good thing the bot's not working to track it. (laughs) I'm texting in our group. (laughs) Yeah, I guess like his lack of love and not understanding love. Yeah. He doesn't know what love is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. You don't know. Isaiah asks, or doesn't ask, he tells us. Mm. This is a command. Oh. Try to come up with the incantation for the fire spell that Dumbledore uses. (laughs) That massive fire spell? Um. Um. Big ol' flavor. 
Bakelite or Maximum. Latin word for fire. Because you I know, don't know. It would probably be that. Probably that. Yeah. Oh. We already have one. Incendio Maxima. Mm. Ignis. Ooh. Incendio Ignis Maxima. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. That's it. Katie K, quick answers. What did the potion taste like? Corn dogs. I'm not going to lie. I kind of envisioned it tasting very specifically like lemon lime liquid IV. Texture and all. You know what Ew. it looks like in the movie? It looks like grape Kool-Aid. Grape? I won't yeah. say that. It's purple? It's it, I think purple. it's more like blackish, but it like because of the basin it's in, oh. it kind of gives it a purple look for me. I don't know if that's actually true, but it makes it think grape Kool-Aid. Mm. It looks really good. Or like grape Powerade. It's got like that sports drink kind of texture. Yeah, I don't know why. Like the texture of it, I feel like it's a little thicker than water. So it's like a, it's like an electrolyte drink. You know what I mean? (laughs) It is supposed to be emerald. So I was thinking it tasted like one of those really gross cherry cough drops. You know what I mean? Um, The ones that are just like terrible. Yeah. Ludens, the kind that doesn't actually do anything. Robitussin. Yeah. (laughs) Terrible. I only have. Ricola, oh, all natural, <laughs> honey. KDK also asks: <laughs> the three of you are going to the lake. Oh God! Oh, Who's well. drinking the potion? Well, does it look like grape Powerade? Or? I'm most valuable, <laughs> so not me. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie; I probably would volunteer too. I'll save you with Incendio something Maxima. Ignis Maxima. Yeah, I'd save you with that. This is like one of those things where, like, I know that this is not real. Of course. (laughs) But of course it's real. But, like, this is like, if you were in this situation, you really wouldn't know how you'd react until you were there. You have no clue. I could say all I want that I would want to volunteer. Right. right. Like, would I? In the moment, what's good? I See, don't know. I'm trying to think like who you would, would be... so Megan wouldn't have to. That's true. But mm-hmm. that's true. And then the, the two is... of you would be like, "We're married. We have to save each other." Tiffany's drinking it. <laughs> Make her die. <laughs> I think that the biggest thing that we would have to think about is who would be the person that would be best at making sure the other person mm. drank it. Mm-hmm. Katie would not be good at that. No. No. I would I shove it down either, your throat. Yeah, either of us would, would do well with it. So Katie could not Katie, no. be the sole one in charge of drink of like making sure that someone drinks it. Here's what would have to happen. I would have to drink it because Katie would probably ev- inevitably try and fight me for putting potion down your throat. Because she's freaking out. (laughs) So it's going to have to be Megan feeding me potion while Katie cries. (laughs) Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Me in the corner, fetal position. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. this. Is it done? Are you done? Are you done, Megan? (laughs) How much is left? <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> Tiffany's like living her worst past. <laughs> God knows what else. Oh. It's a great time at the lake. <laughs> oh my God. Best times. <sighs> That's, That's all that discussion. I could scroll up and find. So, All right. unfortunately, cool. we're going to leave it there. All right. Nah, it's all good. So, 
give me that fan story. Okay. Also, I I have a cold, so I'm sorry that I keep like sniffling and breathing laborously. Oh, sorry. The season. It's I know. Fine. I'm just saying it's a little more difficult for me to. Uh, do you want me to read the fan story? No, I could do it. I okay. could do it. I take full I responsibility. I'm just saying it might sound odd. <sighs> so I'm sorry. All right. So this fan story comes from Cameron Ramos. It's from July of 2021. Hi, Cameron. Hello, Swish and Flick friends. My Potter story began when I was six years old and I watched Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone for the first time at my aunt's house. To this day, I remember how in awe I was watching the movie and wishing that I could use a wand like Harry, ride on a broomstick, and get my Hogwarts letter. When my aunt told me that the movies was the movie was based off of a book, I had my parents drive me to pick up the first two books in the series the next morning. I was still learning how to read, so my dad and I took turns reading the first book together as I slowly began to pick up on how to read. That's amazing. I love that. To this day, it's one of my favorite memories that I have of my dad and I. Whenever I went as a kid, wherever I went as a kid, something Potter related was always close by. I was always carrying around one of the books or a toy from the movie or some Lego minifigures. Hmm. I finally remember dressing up as Harry for four years in a row for Halloween because I loved the series so much. During high school and my freshman year in college, I was more into sports than I was Harry Potter, but that changed in 2014 when my younger sister unexpectedly passed away. I was hurting and part of my journey to healing mentally and emotionally was to return to Hogwarts. I reread all the books for the first time in years and it really helped me to get back into the fandom and find some peace after such a tragic loss in my life. The quote that always resonates with me is that happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. I know that quote can come off as cliche after experiencing the loss of a loved one, but it's just so perfect. For me, the light I was able to turn on to help me heal was Harry Potter. And Star Wars, but that's a story for a different podcast. Hmm. Throughout these past seven years since my sister passed, Hogwarts has always been there to welcome this Ravenclaw home with open arms, and for that, I am so thankful. Thanks for taking the time to read this, and thanks for helping to create this awesome community of fans. Best, Cameron. 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 Thank you. I love the story about how you literally learned to read with it. It just gets me in the feels. And I'm, I think I can speak for all of us. I'm super sorry about your loss. And I'm glad that you have found a way to cope and Mm -hmm. connect Mm -hmm. and, you know, reignite not just the magic of the series, but like you found the happiness in the darkest of times. So that's one of my favorite quotes, too. Yeah, it's I don't think that it's that cliche. I mean, no, no, it's a good quote. It's a beautiful quote. It's a great quote. Yeah. Ooh. Now, always, that's a cliche. Hold the phone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, Kate, give me a joke. Joke okay, so me, to, joke me. Um, look one up. But since you're Ravenclaw, I'm pulling this from the Ravenclaw book. <sighs> yeah. Mm. Ruckus jokes and ridiculous riddles for Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. Let's see, Let's see how dumb of a joke I can give today. Can't wait. <sighs> Sorry. Just pick one. First one your eyes land on, read it, even if it's bad. Okay. Why did Luna turn her back to the mirror of Erised? I don't know. I don't know. She didn't have anything she needed to wish for that day. 
That's not funny. <laughs> that's not funny. Uh, that's maybe not that's funny. The point. Okay, hold on. What do you get when you cross a fish with a notable Ravenclaw? Tuna love good. That's funny. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. good. Okay. Okay. Tuna love good. Love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. If you would like to follow your hosts on social media, myself and Katie are on Instagram and TikTok at the Petrus Family, and Tiffany is on Instagram and TikTok at Tiff Swish Flick. We don't necessarily have time to talk about everything that's been going on with our lives but i want katie to take a moment to just say what she accomplished what did you do also you missed my underscore oh sorry underscore underscore (laughs) all right Catherine, tell us how awesome Um, you are you mean that little thing where i like ran 51.7 miles yeah Yeah. that one yeah I did it. You did it. I plan to put out recaps of the half and full marathons on our Instagram and TikTok. What? What? Ruh, 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 recaps. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So if you missed our stories that weekend, I plan to like put a little collage together of all the videos Kate took on her runs on our Instagram. So look out for those. But didn't didn't you decide or didn't we force you into the dopey? in this section on a podcast episode i'm pretty sure yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) it was like april of 22 i think and do you want to know what she said to me (laughs) no don't i'm putting this on the interwebs so everybody knows that she said it okay but i don't i take it we are on our cruise which (laughs) by the way disney cruise chef's kiss highly recommend you would do it again she looked at me and said (laughs) you know we were driving to port canaveral (laughs) And I thought to myself, <laughs> I could do it again. Listen, I it's like giving birth. High. You forget. You forget right? the tr- the pain. And you're like, literally, <laughs> okay, literally a week after I had James. Granted, I freaking rocked labor and delivery with James. I looked at Marty and, <laughs> and I go, not that I would ever want to because we're totally done having kids. I was like, I could totally do that again. I get why women <laughs> like delivery. I was like, I did amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I was riding the high from the weekend. We were about to go on our cruise. I was feeling good. Okay. I don't think that she'll do 2024. But I have this little inkling of a feeling that dopey will happen in 2025. You could do. You could totally do it. I believe in you. you, though. I'm super proud of myself for doing it. But also going to be. Thank you. Going to give the world's biggest shout out to Meg because. I, the, this accomplishment is for both of us because I never could have done it without you. I'm gonna cry again, but Stop. like you made sure I was fueled properly. You looked up all the stuff I needed to do. You set out all my stuff. You made sure I was prepared. You were there every morning. <laughs> Number one fan. You cheered. You were there to support me when I needed you all the time. Anytime I doubted. Shout You're out just- to Regine and Kelly for coming and spectating with me for the marathon. Shout out to our friends Julie and Megan. Megan also ran Dopey. It was her first marathon. She did. She kicked butt. Yeah, Julie she, came and spectated did. with me at the marathon. Shout out to the Brookharts for encouraging us. Mm-hmm. Shout out to American Cancer Society for letting us fundraise for you guys. And don't worry, Katie is fundraising for them again for springtime surprise. Mm-hmm. So be on the lookout for more fundraising things. But oh, my gosh. I'm not so gonna good. lie, I totally have the run Disney itch. It's it once you I get bit by that really bug. <laughs> want 
to you do can do it too. You, you can. can do it too. I'm warning you, it's it's dangerous. <laughs> I might start fun. with a virtual one so that I can kind of like do it at my own pace and not feel pressured with the balloon ladies. Yeah, understandable. Totally, um, totally. Ease yourself in. But mm-hmm. I, I'm really. I think that I might. I think I might sign up for Princess Virtual. I'm proud of you. Do it. I love you. We believe in you. Friend, and you. you're amazing. <gasps> and you can do oh! anything you put your mind to. Kiss! And you make me believe that for myself. Kiss! And I love you. <laughs> kiss! Kiss, 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 kiss. Yeah. I'm coming over there. After we end this episode, I'm coming over there and smooching you. Oh my gosh. God, well. I love you guys. <laughs> we love you. <sighs> We couldn't do um, bingo tonight and and the lightning bolts because we don't know technology. <laughs> wrong with the bot. So thank so. you guys for your patience. We're our, our our beautiful, lovely, amazing team is working on it, and we love them so. Yes. All right. Well, we will be back with the final installment of this chapter, and then uh, the next chapter. I refuse to talk because it's not happening. So yeah, <laughs> this th- this one, Katie, this is for you, dopey queen. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Guys, I'm gonna share her metal photo on Castaway Key because it's so unreal. Perfect. <laughs> All right, that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the Muggles get you down. Amazing. Just my voice. <laughs> All right, I'm unmuting. Hello, friends. Marcus, are you here tonight? Did I make anybody wet their pants? That's all I want to (laughs) know. If it was more than just wet, we don't want to know. Well, actually, I do. <laughs> if you poop yourself, Sorry, I'm Sorry, interested. <laughs> we, we made, made a cat cat's tail. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right, we should probably get started. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Technical I... crap. Bye, swishers.